Hey guys, this is Mo Sider from the Detroit Red Wings. You guys listen to Lockdown Red Wings. You're Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Today is Friday, January 28th, 2021, and everything hurts. Uh, as we record this, the Red Wings are fresh off of a 7-3 defeat at the hands of the Dallas Stars. Pretty putrid uh, by all accounts, uh, whether it be the power play, which was 1-7, for seven, uh the, I mean, just the amount of chances that they gave up, the amount of like odd man rushes, the amount of times that uh, Grice had to kind of bail them out or Bernie had to bail them out. Uh, he got smoked by Anthony Mantha later on in the game. He got Thomas clipped Grice. by Larkin, too, in the beginning. What's that? He got clipped by Larkin, too, in the beginning. Yeah, uh, he got beat up pretty bad. He ended up leaving the game. Pa- I, I'm not a doctor. I'm not going to say why, but I assume that it has something to do with his brain because... Uh, I mean, we'll get into it. Could be lower body. A lot of times when you get hit like that when you're going down, it's it's lower body. Oh, interesting. Because, look, the helmet's large, too, so if he gets hit anywhere in the chest, too, could have an impact because the dangler comes all the way down. Yeah. So a lot of times you see impact in the helmet, and it could just be just the bottom getting bumped. Because there was no, like, elbow to the head or anything from Bernie. Yeah, that was textbook targeting. He did get smoked when he wasn't paying attention. Going about 15 miles an hour. Uh, Anthony Mantha. Anthony Mantha. Mantha. Anthony Manfarm. Dang. Good thing we didn't buy that. Uh, I am your host, Detroit sports writer Nolan Bianchi, the other host of this show. As a longtime Red Wings fan and a kidney stone survivor, Ethan Smith. He's alongside with me as always. And if you're not somebody who likes to suffer eternally for no apparent reason, like we do, like we did when we signed up to do this podcast, knowing what we were signing up for. Uh, we do have a reason for you to keep listening because uh, on Wednesday we recorded a really awesome interview with uh, Red Wings draft pick Donovan Sobrango. He was in, went in the third round in this last draft, and we did a special edition of How Do You Feel About It Friday. You know, a nice little teaser, wet the beak a little bit. So the interview fully will be coming out on Tuesday, but the How Do You Feel About It Friday, we save it for the end. Uh, and then, yeah, so it's a pretty good time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What do you? I, what What are you most excited for people to hear in the, this Donovan Sobrango interview? Um, I felt like his personality was pretty good. I, I think I feel like we have a. I guess like I guess I like a calm demeanor. I feel like people kind of put people on edge, and I felt like he was pretty comfortable with us the whole time. Yeah. A lot of times with professionals, it's you know, really just more professional interviews, so mm-hmm. they're kind of thinking more of. Okay, uh, this is what uh, everybody needs to hear, and uh, I'm just going to do my job and not get fined or in trouble. Yeah, or just like a younger kid, right? Like, they don't yeah. know, they're, they're, you know, whatever. But he was he was a lot of fun, uh, so definitely subscribe. It's the only way to make sure that the second that it comes out on Tuesday, that it will be ready uh, when you wake up in the morning. And before we hop into uh, actually breaking it down, we have to, of course, get to the post-game Palm of Sadness. So, Brian, if you'll do us a favor and hit that music. 
Holy smokes, the boys are back, and by that, we mean the ones from last year. Plane departing from Dallas now. For lucky, they'll leave Blash here. <laughs> I love not reading these before. <laughs> the power play went one for seven. Burke got the only one. By the end of 20 minutes, you could tell this thing was done. Philpula scored, and Mantha killed Bernier. On the star <laughs> score sheet, everyone gets a turn. Hey! Jesus. Jake Ettinger won his debut, did it with ease, and the Red Wings lost to Dallas 7-3. Bum, bum, bum. It was a shame, folks. Uh, I mean, we'll start with the third period because that was the weirdest one of them all. Uh, they were going into it trailing. They go into the third period trailing 3-1. to one. Uh, Jamie Alexiak scores 4 minutes and 18 seconds in. You kind of think that's, that's the kill shot because this team did not play good all night. This game looked over from jump. It looked like the 1920 Red Wings out there. Then all of a sudden, on the seventh power play of the game, Bertuzzi finally puts one in. Then Danny DeKaiser scores on a shot from the point. Ethan's bold prediction from Wednesday or from Wednesday's show. Yeah, Ethan's bold prediction from Wednesday's show came correct, and that was that a defenseman was going to score in the series, which in any other franchise, that is not a bold prediction, but you got to make it. If Ethan Swamy over here. What's that? Ethan Swamy over here. Ethan Swamy. we got to yeah. come up with a better pun. Nolstradamus is like that is pretty next good. level. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I, I don't know if you could really, really come up with one for me. Well, you never, I'm sure there's like, we're probably just not thinking in a diverse enough range of predictors. You got like psychics, uh, swamis, Nostradamus. I'm sure there's like more specific people. Smitty sidekick. Psychic, not sidekick. Smitty psychic. Yeah. I don't like it. We'll keep working at it. All right. Uh, what were we talking about? Third period, we scored oh, twice, yeah. and we <laughs> thought it, we thought it, no one was like this might. Have, I'm like I'm not even. I, we had twelve. <laughs> we had twelve shots going in the third period. I was ranting and raving, and then it was like oh we kind of made it a game, and then it was just not a game again in like three more minutes. Yeah, uh, I think one thing that I was really frustrated with in this game, and it's starting to become something that's really really growing, is just the inability to get a shot on net and like find a clean shooting lane. It. It shouldn't be as difficult as it is. And like when, because it, it's not like a lot of the, it's not like they're being forced into the shot a lot of the time. Dallas had 20 block shots tonight. Not to mention, too, like Dallas is missing five guys as well. And these guys are finding lane still. So how are you going to look at me in the face and tell me that the Red Wings just can't find these lanes? And we're getting 12 shots through 40 minutes with 10 minutes of that being on the power play. <laughs> It's it's pitiful. Yeah, and that was like the most damning part of it all, right? Was the the fact that the power play, uh, despite spending nine minutes through the first two periods, did nothing, and then even after scoring a goal and getting seven opportunities throughout the course of the game, they only end up with seven shots on that in that time. Yeah, dude, it's I I can't put into words. I just don't understand what is going to make this team click. I don't. I, it, I, I I'm lo- I'm at a loss for words, and I'm at a loss for reasoning right now. Yeah, and I actually kind of want to get into this uh, in the next segment because I know we like we were joking around on yesterday's show. And we were like, "Are we an anti Jeff Blashill podcast now?" But like, I want to have a real conversation about it. Like, Definitely for real. Yeah. So, uh, but before we get to that, I got to talk to you guys about Bet Online. Thank goodness I didn't place any money on the Red Wings tonight because that would have been a dumb move. Don't ever do that uh, once again. But you can get rich betting against the Red Wings when you go to betonline.ag because it's the one site that we trust and the one site that has you covered 
uh, with every sport. They got cricket on there. They got like swimming, surfing, uh, really any sport that you could possibly be into. They got it. Plus, they got all the best props. I've been finding that that's something that I like to do. Uh, you know, heading into the night is just maybe you know a little little prop parlay. I mean, watching the Red Wings, uh, I'll bet like under 20 shots on goal, uh, plus or minus two or worse for Mark Stahl. Uh, and at then, least 0 for 4 on the power play. At least 0 for. Will the Red Wings score on the power play? No. One injury. All, yeah. Uh, uh, so, uh, uh, wait, I got more. Uh, yeah. At least five drop passes on the power play entry. Jeez, <laughs> um, I got more. Um, at least one turnover in the defensive end. Um, <laughs> one crippling leading, turnover. Leading the, to a goal. At least one crippling turnover in each zone. Yes. Uh, and you can do that at I don't know if they let you get that specific, but they let you get uh, pretty specific. So do not sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action, and don't forget to use that promo code Locked On. You'll receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. That's promo code Locked On, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. This is uh, Bertuzzi looking at Setaguchi across the ice, and your dead seems to be what uh, he's mouthing. Did you know that you can get more sports that you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast? Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let us move it on into segment two here at the Locked On Red Wings podcast. We have a couple more things to get into in this game tonight, uh, but we really... Really, 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 I, I want to have a very stern, honest conversation about the reality of the Jeff Blaschel situation. I, I I, cannot for the life of me imagine anything making a difference in the way that this team has played and will continue to play for the rest of the year besides getting a fresh voice in the room. How many years has he been, has he been here now? Is it six? Six or seven or something like that. I mean, sure as hell hasn't been working. I just think when nothing is working, like, I, I, I don't understand the excuse of we haven't seen what he can do. Yes, we have. We've seen him, like, with, like, repeatedly, no matter who his personnel is. It's the same team as last year. And I know a lot of guys are out. I get that. But a lot of guys were out last year, too, and that team was significantly worse. A lot of the problems are still the same problems. And I just don't know how you get a team... Like, it, when, when your team is so not clicking and so dysfunctional on so many levels to the point that even your star players like Anthony Mantha and... I mean, I don't know if I would classify Philip Aronik as a star player. Uh, but, you know, your top defensemen, like, aren't good. And those are, and those are two young guys and those are two guys you're counting on to develop and continue and take momentum into the next couple years when the rest of your core gets here and come on especially with such high profile names in coaching being out there too like Gerard Gallant's out there it's been out there we've been calling for Gerard Gallant for a while and it's just uh, not much you can do like I you know was 100% on that bandwagon too of uh, he didn't have a team last year so it wouldn't have made a difference. But, like, with us starting to be on 
starting to slowly just walk up that very, very gradual hill before it starts becoming a mountain. But then we're at the top, and then we went and said, like, you know, it's like we have to make a change. Yeah, because it's just it's so embarrassing. So pro- yeah. It's so embarrassing. It's tough to watch, too. It's just like we're, me and Nolan are just screaming at the TV, saying, like, how, what, like, what, how are we, how is there another defensive turnover again? Just based off of pressure, where nobody's coming back to help, and now, why is there three Dallas Stars behind the goal line turning the puck over, and we have guys at the blue line, and our defenseman is in front of the net? It's like there's, all right, well this is already, and then it led to that goal by was that a turnover by Juice? Which one? The turnover behind the net in the second. Oh. <clears throat> oh. Oh, that one was like less of a turnover and more of a uh, he just got beat, plain and simple. Uh, but I'm with you. Like the first goal, Nemeth gets uh, spun around in the neutral zone, leaves Hironik out to dry. He never had a chance. Pavelski puts him up one nothing. Uh, on that third goal, I mentioned Mark Stahl just missed. Like Bobby Ryan doing what, making the good hockey play. He's like over in the right corner. Tries to rim it back around. He knows he's got a defenseman over there. And it just skips over Mark Stahl's stick. And the and <laughs> the way that this dude, his head, I urge you to go back and watch the highlight from this goal if you can do it to yourself. Uh, but just the, the way his head spins around when he realizes that he missed it and he thinks there's probably a odd man rush going the other way, which there was. Yeah. And then what happened on the odd man rush? <laughs> so, and then on the odd man rush. And and you know what? He made a bad play at the end of this thing. But credit to Anthony Mantha for getting back in the play, skating hard, full head of steam, tries to uh, pick up the second man in. And he, in an attempt to tie him up, ends up just getting a little wobbly, stepping in front of him, and then ends up just killing Jonathan Bernier. So... He, he 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 was going at least 15 miles an hour on the ice. And yeah. that's a 6 foot 5 200 plus pound boy that when and he's Bernier's not paying attention at all. He's paying attention to the puck and he just gets smoked. Yeah, very jarring that hit. Like you can tell when like a goaltender, well I mean you can tell in really any contact sport when like somebody is was not ready for the contact and that was the true definition of not ready for that shit. Uh so yeah. That, that's kind of where the Anthony Mantha update lies, um, I believe. Pray for Jonathan Bernier. Yeah, everybody pray for Jonathan Bernier. Oh, uh, an update from the SHL. Speaking of praying for our players, our boy Mo Sider uh, took a bad bump yesterday, or today, the day we recorded, in the SHL um, after a two-goal game. So it was like some good, some bad. Uh, he allegedly like skated off under his own power, but ended up in the hospital so i don't know what the situation is with that yet but the news is out there so we wanted to report on it and put it out there and uh hopefully by monday we have an update that he's okay uh the red wings play the florida panthers on saturday and sunday so we'll be back on monday to recap that i'm just trying to think of any other odds ends and notes i mean there was not there's not much to talk about in this game the red wings they made it four three in the third 
with like six something left. And then you kind of thought to yourself, hey, they're one shot away again. This is going to be one of those weird wins that they totally didn't deserve. But like, it'll be nice because they've lost three in a row entering today. And that did not happen uh, one bit. The Dallas scored three goals in the final six minutes. And that was all she wrote. Quite deflating. <laughs> deflating is an understatement of sorts. But yes. Quite Quite awfully deflating. Quite awfully deflating. It's so, like driving on I-75 as you're late to work, going about 85, and like the left tire just falls off your car. Yeah. Deflating. Absolutely. And like, and you were already like, you were chasing somebody. Think mm-hmm. of this as a chase, mm-hmm. right? And it's mm-hmm. like, and then all of a sudden the Mustang's like, what the heck? How did that, uh, you know, 92 Saturn catch up to me? And then... <laughs> <laughs> and then and then the wheel falls off of the 92 Saturn and then the Mustang yeah, punches it. Right. That yeah, was like that the, was this game. The Mustang just kind of swerves to the right just very just a tiny bit and you just see a giant pothole in the road and you know you can't do anything about it. You just make that face yeah. and then it's just your tire falls off as yeah. it hits it. That's about it. Yeah. So that pretty much sums up the game and it's appropriate because the Red Wings are a tire. You know, 23 shots on goal, six scoring chances. Woohoo! That is especially pathetic. And that, I think, is, is almost a little more frustrating in its own. Because remember that the first game of the season where they had 14 shots on net and 10 scoring chances? Yeah. And we made fun of it. But then we look back, and like that was very real. Like They didn't get a lot of shots on net, but the ones they did, but they, made they counted. Yeah. Because they had there was activity out front. There was deflections. like There was just oh boy. something to the game. Although I will say that the that DeKaiser goal was something I've been looking for for a long time. That was the a let's just throw scoring? it on. Well, yeah, but that was the let's just throw it on net and see what happens. Yeah, what about Valtteri Filippo scoring though? Yeah, <laughs> oh, we yeah, didn't even we talk about that. that. Valtteri Filippo did score tonight. One goal, one shot, fifteen forty nine ice time, uh, and he also took a he drew a penalty in the first period as well. I tweeted Loki that was Filippo's best player all year, and then he scored like a couple minutes later. Wow. So you hate to see it. Uh, Tyler Bertuzzi also scored a really nice uh, goal, honestly, on the power play. He batted it out of midair. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christian Juice almost got his first of the year if it wasn't an unreal save by Essa Lindell. Uh, that, that was, was really nice. A, a beautiful kick save. Juice looked pretty good, though, today. I'll, I'll give him that. Juice, for all intents and purposes, has been like pretty pretty good. Yeah, like <laughs> I'll take it. All things considered, take I'll take it. No complaints. You make you know. Just, I feel like he hasn't been worn down by time and losing yet. Yeah, in four games, I mean, it's not. Uh, he hasn't done anything egregious. Any any uh, <laughs> he dumped the puck in on the first successful dump and change of the season on Tuesday. Yeah, or dump and chase. I keep calling it a dump and change because that's pretty much what it is: dump and change possession. Yeah, it's so. A, I mean, yeah, it goes. Good old Red Wings. All right, we are going to uh, gracefully bow out of recapping this game because, quite frankly, I think doing it any longer would just be uh, unnecessary, self-inflicted harm to both you and I. Yeah. So we're going to kick it to Go enjoy your our, weekend. How do you feel about it? No, not yet. Well, in like, in like five more minutes. Like eight more minutes, probably. Okay. I guess we'll see how it breaks down. Uh, I'm going to need you guys to stick around because we do have a How Do You Feel About It Friday special edition with Donovan Sobrango, the Red Wings uh, third round draft pick in this past draft. What do we ask him? Old Spice. Uh, Don't spoil it. Well, we're not going to tell him what his answers are. It's called a teaser. Give me one more. What else do we talk ask to him, him about, about? Candles. Candles. You asked him about a beverage of sorts. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. 
so it's a lot of fun. And you're going to want to stick around. But first, I got to talk to you guys today about Built Bar. That's right, folks. It's the most delicious tasting protein bar on the market. By the way, I had the lemon almond cheesecake for the first time the other night. It is my new favorite. Really? And I'm not just saying that. I just to like say today. something new. Because sometimes I do that. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I do like all of them. But sometimes I just yeah. say I switched up my favorite yeah. for no reason. Uh, but this one, for real, is my absolute favorite. So I implore you, folks, sitting at home. I'll have it tomorrow at work. To go out to BuiltBar.com and order yourself a case. See for yourself. That's really like... This is a product that you truly have to see for yourself because all the things that we're telling you, the fact that it's covered in 100% chocolate, the fact that they're all soft and easy to chew, the fact that they have 18 delicious flavors, the macros are absolutely on point. I know it sounds too good to be true, but I promise you it's not. It is a candy bar. There is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. That's how much I, I can't even believe that it's a protein bar. So I just think of it as a candy bar. Uh, and when you go to BuiltBar.com right now, use the promo code LOCKDOWN. You will get 20% off of your next order. Use promo code LOCKDOWN for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. That is the best fucking power play the Detroit Red Wings have had in four games. Get the upper hand in your fantasy league with daily fantasy hockey advice from Lockdown Fantasy Hockey. Expert Scott Cullen gives you the tips, insights, and analysis for season-long Dynasty and DFS leagues breaking down all the stats and information to keep you ahead of the competition. Subscribe to Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, all right, how do you feel about a Friday? You're here with Donovan Sobrango. Thank you so much for your time. We've had a, a, a lot of fun doing this interview so far, and we've got just a little bit more fun ahead. Uh, Old Spice, the deodorant and body wash brand. How do you feel about it? I guess, and shampoo. It's actually my go-to. It's funny you say that. I actually That's got perfect. a good I got a nice couple uh, deodorant sticks here just waiting for me. And uh, I think they're commercial. I think they're commercial. It's definitely kind of what's sell me on them. I think the guy uh, peck popping and doing all that funny, <laughs> funny things on the commercial definitely sell me. So, yeah, I think they were definitely my go-to for deodorant at least. That's great. I don't trust anybody who uses anything but Old Spice deodorant. Are you are you a Bear Glove guy or, you know, like a, a Volcano? I like Fiji even. Uh, you can really mix and match. They all smell great. Yeah, honestly, I don't look too much at the name, but usually I, I if I kind of look at the color, if it's like a dark, dark blue, maybe like a light green, I usually yeah, I can I get know. a good scent. That's probably a good smell on one. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Ethan, what do you got? Um, Dasani or Ice Mountain? How do you feel about it? Or well, it's a really crappy. That's that a bad. How do you feel about it? You just asked. I, I don't pen. care. Dasani, Dasani, or Ice Mountain. What's your go-to water? <laughs> water. I'm actually a big sparkling water guy. It's, it's funny you say that. Like I was never, never could drink water. Never really liked anything. And my teammates showed me the Soda Stream thing, and I fell in love. So I mean, I think I'm a big bubbly guy. I don't know. Right. Bubbly, like I think I. I think I go through like eight a day and I'm not exaggerating. Like I'm pretty sure I drink eight a day. So I Jeez. think that's definitely my, yeah. Like I might have like two bottles of water and then like eight bubbly cans. <laughs> all in one day. You can't be doing that with like Perrier. Yeah. Or anything like that. Yeah. That's a little, that's a little more expensive. So I go with a little cheaper bubbly and I'll drink a couple of those a day. 
Uh, well, my next one was also beverage related, but I, I don't, I want to kind of change it up a little bit. So I'm just gonna, uh, hockey cards. How do you feel about it? Pretty good. I think, uh, I was a big, like, I was a big card guy. So when I was younger, so I had Pokemon, like all the, all the cool, and then hockey cards was always a big one for me. I mean, I was a big Ovi fan and I really liked the Ovi Crosby rivalry that was kind of at the beginning of their career. So always, uh, I was more of an Ovi guy, so when I got Crosby, I kind of I'd give it to my sister because she liked him. I didn't want him in my pack, but <laughs> I think I think it was pretty cool going to hockey tournaments and just kind of trading with people if they had a cool looking Ovi card or a nice card. I'll switch them for a couple of maybe Crosbys. I'll ask my sister for them back and give them a couple Crosbys. That's funny. I used to uh, when I've told the story on the podcast before. When I was a kid, I was a little shithead, and I used to uh, autograph cards myself and then sell them or trade them to my friends for their jersey cards, uh, which I regret. I like deeply. If anybody that I did that to is listening to the show, I am sorry. Um, but yeah, I've I've always been big into them, and I, I guess I'm just also curious to know like how psyched are you to like have a hockey card in a, a couple years? Yeah, I mean it's pretty. Even even just an OHL card, that's not not a in hindsight a big oh, big yeah, deal. Yeah. But um, I mean, it's pretty cool. I used to be I used to get like for my minor hockey teams, we'd have cards and I'd have zero stats. It'd literally just be our picture on it. Right. It'd be like I'd give them to my parents or my friends, and I'd like sign them and with a crappy signature, basically just write my name. So now that I have my own signature, and I mean, we have fans at our games that ask us to sign. So I mean, even. Even in the OHL, the fan asks you to sign a card and you kind of see your picture, you see your stats. I mean, it's a pretty cool feeling. So if I ever do get to maybe play for Detroit one day and I see my uh, face on a Detroit Red Wings card, I mean, that would be that'd be the ultimate, ultimate pretty, uh, pretty cool goal, goal to see. That must be so sick to be like, huh, I really got to clean up my signature because a lot of people <laughs> are going to want it. <laughs> I don't even think I have one, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh ethan what do you got uh close this out for how do you feel about it friday um candles how do you feel about them i can't say i'm a big candle guy <laughs> my mom will always have one lit in the house they're like one that like if you sniff it once it smells good but then you got a whole room <laughs> you got a whole room filled with it and you just got the most pounding headache and you have it the rest of the day so i'm more of a uh, maybe like a febreze but candle you got that smell in there for the full day and it's just it's not a very good smell and it gets your head and it's just like i don't like them that's funny i, I do like, like febreze and i agree with you like especially the uh the ones that are like sugar cookie the ones that are like smacky in the face or like yeah. pumpkin guts you know exactly. you're like what the hell yeah. like, what? you take one sniff you're like okay it's not bad then you take another one and you just got a pounding headache for the rest of the day uh all right donovan sobrango thank you so much for coming on the show today man we've had a ton of fun where can people find you uh on twitter on instagram uh and i guess wherever else you'd like to be found uh instagram they can find me at d sobrango three and then twitter i believe it's d underscore sobrango three three maybe it might be that you might i don't know but you use twitter a lot look them up uh i use it a little bit but instagram is definitely my go-to all right, I got you. All right, everybody, go follow Donovan uh, on Instagram. Let's get those followers up so you can start, you know, becoming an influencer and, and stuff like that. And that'd be pretty sick as well. So thanks. <laughs> no problem. It's the most awkward interview ending of all time. <laughs> all right, that was How Do You Feel About a Friday with Donovan Sobrango. I'm excited for you guys to hear the full interview on uh, Tuesday. 
It's an absolute blast. He's a good kid. Yes. Really nice kid. Really sweet kid. Uh, involved in... Give me another uh, adjective about him. Um, funny. I thought he was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. I so, agree. That's Anything it. else? No. Well, hey, you know what? We'll let the listeners decide. Okay. Uh, subscribe. Rate. Review. It's been a long week, folks. Share this podcast with somebody you love. But, like, maybe the specific episodes where it's more fun. Go share an interview with Ken Cal. Don't, like, share us recapping the losses. Cause that yeah, not, yeah, not this one. Yeah, not, this, not this one. Well, if you do share this one with him, tell him to skip to the end. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll see you back here on Monday. Same time, same place. It's your team every day. Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.